This is Now Serving. Now here's Chris and Jess. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Now Serving with Chris and Jess. That's right. It's the podcast where we serve the tea, the tea being the truth or whatever we would like it to be. (laughs) Each and every week. That's right. It's our podcast, and we'll spill whatever we want. Uh, just kidding. So feisty. This is nuts. Okay. I know. I'm not even that feisty today compared to last week. <laughs> I don't know where this is coming from. Listen, can we put the kettle on, please? Because let's get this show on the road. We don't want to waste anyone's time. There's, you can't. There's tea. As we all know, we're quite busy. We have to be very respectful of everyone's time. And we respect including, everyone's time, yes. including ourselves. And ow! Oh. oh my gosh, are you okay? What's going on? Ow! I'm oh sorry. God. Ooh, I have a really bad habit of doing other things while, we, <laughs> <laughs> while we're talking. As you know, I often put on lipstick. Right now, I'm shaping my eyebrows, and I just stabbed myself in the <laughs> finger with my tweezers. I feel like There's we should blood. actually do... A behind the scenes like one <laughs> podcast on what we do like uh, that's the one thing remember when we first started this we're like should we record this should we have it live where people can see us we're like fuck no i like doing this because i can be a complete mess yeah we record this at yes. so many different times sometimes we re- we normally record it a day or two before but we're always kind of like either it's later in the evening or it's like on a, a Sunday morning when, when we've just woken up and I feel like we are so busy and normally we are doing things and sometimes mm-hmm. we're half hungover when we record this, but mm-hmm. today we're good. Mm-hmm. We know, are, least, with uh, the exception of my tweezer man injury that I just sustained, but it's fine. Are you okay? Like, are you bleeding? I, yeah, there's blood. <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, can we continue? Or like, we can. should we like, okay. The show must go on. I'm like Celine Dion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, if you're like. Listen, I have a very important question that I need to ask you that I can't believe okay. I haven't asked you. Okay. I'm scared. What is it? You saw Hustlers. I did. I saw what Hustlers. What did you think? Okay. Uh, I haven't had enough time to fully process it. Mm-hmm. because i saw it right before we started recording this like hours ago um i i don't think i liked it i really don't think what? i liked it it the was fuck no it was it was good but the chemistry between uh jennifer lopez's character and uh the the other lead actress and in, in it um constance Wu. thank you uh yes. i i felt like there wasn't like really chemistry there and i felt like there was going to be something more that was going on like i felt like someone was gonna like backstab the other more than than they than what happened i'm not going to spoil the movie Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i just expected something more dramatic and terrible to to happen and Mm -hmm. i don't know like it, it was it was good and then the ending of the movie like when the credits are rolling and they're they're dancing like i was like is this bridesmaids is this like like what am i watching and halfway through the movie too it got like i think like they tried to be artistic with some of like the the audio and and stuff and like oh there's too much going on here i i 
five out of ten at best. What? Yeah, you're five kidding out of 10 me. At best. I think I'm being polite with that rating. Wow, really? Well, it was... it's fine. But so, it's did fine. you remove your J Lo bias? If uh-huh. Jennifer Lopez was not in the movie, would have you loved it just as much? I don't know because she was so good in it. You can't deny that she was good in it. She's good, but not like Oscar-worthy performance. Damn. Okay. But you said last week too, like, I think you said like she's like, <laughs> I, I, this, I don't know if this is a direct quote, but you said she's like average at a lot of things. Is that what you said? <laughs> she's average at everything, which is why she's so good. Okay. No, she is really, she's really good at show business as a of whole. Course. That's where she yeah. excels. She understands that you have to d- diversify and that's mm-hmm. what she's done. You can't just put all your eggs in one basket. So while she's not the greatest for example, singer, she sings and dances well enough that she can put together a Vegas residency and people like you and I are going to go see it and lose our minds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she's like, and she, she's, she's so beautiful and so talented and like an incredible shape. I saw more of J-Lo in that movie than, okay, than I yeah. expected. Was it not incredible? Were you like, whoa? Yeah. Yeah. Although, Kate, do you know what bothered me? That there were some people in the movie theater that were like clearly there were a group of guys in there uh-huh. and they were like obviously enjoying what they were watching but like i was like just watch the movie like pay attention to the the message here like mm-hmm. they obviously went to this movie because they're like oh it's about strippers and j-lo's in mm-hmm. it like they mm-hmm. there's obviously a more of a meaning to it than than that um right so that like to me, me it's not a movie about strippers like it is like it's it's not it's just what they happen to do you know what I mean um well I can't say that I'm surprised at your review and nor do I take it seriously because you also thought that fucking Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper had no chemistry in their beautiful movie (laughs) Star is Born I want to know what Denny thinks. Has Denny seen this? Have have you chatted with him about this? I haven't. Denny, if you're listening, tweet at us. I want to chat about this. Please. I want to have a hustler's discussion because (laughs) I really enjoyed it. I did. And I was like, these women fucking work. And like they're people. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people forget that they're people. And they just think like you become a stripper because there's nothing else to do. That's not the case. Like these are people. They have children. They have families to feed, mouths to feed. And they can like fucking hustle just like anybody else. You know? Fair enough. No, and I, mm-hmm. I actually appreciated that too. And I think it mm-hmm. kind of like put mm-hmm. strippers or adult performers like in a, a better light than normally they are in any other movie, in any other form of media. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I told maybe more of a, a true-ish right. real story. Mm-hmm. So. I really enjoyed it. If I really enjoyed it. I might go see it again. Really? I'll go see it again with more of like a critical eye instead mm-hmm. of like you have to remember I saw it when I had just seen JLo. <laughs> you saw it in the same theater as JLo. JLo was watching For the her first movie. time ever. And so. I just thought it was really well done. And it was interesting because the director had said, um, we filmed this movie in 21 days or 28 days or something. And she was like, we just wrapped and finished editing a week ago. So this is the first time anybody has seen it when we had, when we had seen it. So, wow. 
Very interesting. I want to know if anyone else has seen it, and I want to hear your thoughts. The reviews, yeah. Yeah, I'd be very, very interested to see. Yeah, yeah. I think think she did a great job. I was really impressed with Constance Wu. Like, I really... To me, I was just like, I was just so into their friendship, you know? Fair. Mm-hmm. And it stressed, a lot of the movie stressed me. I was stressed. Mm-hmm. I would, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're just, well, they're, they're going on these like financial waves. Yeah. Ups and downs. It was, yeah, I agree. It was a good movie. And I think for, this sounds like such a backhanded compliment, but I think for like a, a, a Jennifer Lopez movie, like, Whenever I think of J-Lo, I think of Made in Manhattan in terms of, of movies. Mm-hmm. But like when you compare it to that, obviously this is a mm-hmm. a, a better movie. It's mm-hmm. not, or it depends how you look at it, I guess, but it's not a comedy. This is like more of a drama. There's a lot more to this. It's a lot, yeah, there's a different message. It was better than Made in Manhattan. But I, I yeah, I, I didn't really <laughs> like it interesting I know. did you go with anyone did they like it i went with uh some friends from work we... any that i know my little um, cub actually yes uh priya who <gasps> hosted uh the podcast when we, we love Ray. priya what yes. did priya think so i think i, I need we, someone to validate me <laughs> we didn't get to chat like too much about it after mm-hmm. so i will mm-hmm. be curious we'll be chatting about it tomorrow mm-hmm. um i think she had mixed feelings as well i feel mm-hmm. like she maybe enjoyed it a bit more than me mm-hmm. i'm gonna guess i'm gonna predict that priya would rate it a six or a seven out of ten Ugh. i don't know i these aren't I, I, i'm not gonna like hold her to this i this that's what i i feel like her rating is gonna be it's fine I'm but i'll find out and i'll eyeshadow I'll... now because <laughs> I want to know what everyone else thinks, though. Tweet at us, at Chris Craigman, at Trey Posh, at No Serving PC. But speaking of celebrities, Jess, it's the Mm -hmm. time. It's Mm -hmm. the time to do the celebrity quiz. Mm -hmm. Um, As we do every week, I'll give you three clues. Then right at the end of the podcast, uh, you can ask three questions about these clues, then make three guesses. Here are this week's clues. And I I should, before we continue... Uh, what happened last week? Did I stump you? I, I kind of forget. I don't recall. Well, let me pull up the receipt. Oh, I did stump you last week. So now I've stumped you three times. Out of many, you're still obviously winning this game. But I stumped By you last week. By a landslide, I'd like to add. All right. Fair. But mm-hmm. let's let's see how you do this week. I'm a little bit nervous. Uh, so, uh, hint number one, uh, this person was in What's Love Got to Do With It, which was a Tina Turner biopic. Uh, they're married to someone named Courtney, and they're uh, a very vocal supporter of both Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton during their uh, election campaigns or attempted election campaigns. Okay, what did they star in again? What was the first hint? <laughs> Uh, it's called What's Love Got to Do With It, which was uh, a movie about Tina Turner, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No problem, Christopher. Oh. See you at the end of the. See you at the end of the podcast. No. Okay, let's take a quick break. No, I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm literally shaking. I'm gonna be shaking this whole commercial break. 
Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Podbean is now serving's home for podcasting. Podbean has everything you need to create, manage, and promote your podcast. It's perfect for beginners or well-established podcasters. Join today at podbean.com slash now serving. And now back to the podcast. Chris. I have a That's very me. important question for you. Okay. Have you ever asked for a raise at work? Uh, yes, I've asked for a raise in in, in my past. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like a nerve-wracking thing to do, yeah. I would say. And you kind of have to, unless you feel like you're really being slighted, you really kind of have to find like the gumption to do it, wouldn't mm-hmm. you say? Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, I came across this article that there's some, you know, those cool tech companies out there. You wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> yes. But <laughs> listen, I I fell for the clickbait and clicked on this BBC article. It said, my boss lets me set my own salary. So oh, cool. it takes away the idea that you have to go and ask for a raise. <laughs> okay, what? Hold up. So... Okay, I, I need all the facts here. So mm-hmm. this, for what mm-hmm. company is this? So you can just go and you can ask, you just say, this is what I, I want to make. So there's a, a handful of tech companies that are kind of doing this. And it, and in the article, it goes on to sort of, sort of showcase the different companies and how they do it. But the long and short of it is basically everybody knows what everybody makes at work. Mm-hmm. So imagine this. Which is, isn't uncommon for, well, for us in Canada, if you work for a government agency, then if, if you make more than $100,000, you're on what's called the sunshine list. So yeah. you can figure out what some of your coworkers make. But here, you know what everybody makes. And in fact, when you set your salary, it's up for review by your peers. Hmm. Hmm, so indeed. So your peers are kind of setting what your salary is. They they don't approve or disapprove. They review and offer feedback. So they just say like, "Are you sure you're not cutting yourself short?" Or like, "Tell me why you think you might deserve this," and whatever else. And it's supposed to have this whole like, I don't know, thing where people everybody's on the same page and it builds transparency and everybody knows what everybody else makes and so it's just like everybody works to that capacity sort of I guess and like where now listen the one place it said um uh pod group it's a software firm his, the company's 45 employees have chosen their own pay for two years, leading to a total 10% increase in total salaries paid, yet a huge retention increase hmm. in staff retention. So I guess you would have to weigh what, you know, yeah. what it costs to hire a new employee, hire and train a new employee, or keep your employee, which I think it's probably like any other business. It's cheaper to keep one. That's Sometimes. very interesting. Are there any like are these smaller like startups doing this or are there yes. larger? Okay, so it's yes. smaller kind of startups. Um, so another one they said 
Um, for example, if someone at pod group wants to increase their salary, they tell the HR director who appoints six staff to provide feedback. So it's like, it's kind of this like communist sort of idea where you have everybody offering their feedback and their, their opinion on what you should get paid. Interesting. It is interesting. And they said occasionally staff have asked for far more than the market rate. So they they first start off by conducting market research and seeing what other people at similar companies and similar roles are making so that you kind of have this as like a baseline. Hmm. So you're not asking to make $200,000 as a new grad, essentially, right? So yeah. it said a fairly junior person didn't comprehend the salary increase she was asking for was too much. She was asking for a 50% increase on her salary, which was far more than the role was worth. It was her decision, but I told her you can take it, but if you become uneconomical or your value is not justified, then that will only end one way. So then after that, you have to prove your worth. (laughs) Very interesting. Yes. Huh. Yes. And then it said that she reduced what she asked for after that because she didn't think that she would live up to to the money. Fair. What are your initial thoughts about this? There's like a whole bunch of things in the article, but this is sort of the my, long and short of it. My initial thoughts were like, okay, this is a, a bit stunty. It's, yes. I think, um, it, I think I, 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 obviously, I, I work for a tech company. We've talked about this before, and I think we do a lot of great things that are very organic, I would hope, to, to attract great employees. And obviously, everything I'm saying here is my own opinion that this does not reflect where I work whatsoever. But yeah, get that legal disclaimer in there, <laughs> But Chris. it's true. Um, but I think that... Uh, I think that this is a bit stunty, what they're, they're doing. I think I, sometimes you see... I feel like a lot of smaller startups doing these things to maybe attract or, or lure talent in um, mm-hmm. because it's harder when you're you're smaller. Like, yes, if you get in at a startup and it takes off, there can be huge reward for that. But a lot of them don't take off. And so you are taking a bit of a mm-hmm. risk career wise. Mm-hmm. So how do you as a startup attract, you know, really talented people in there that are going to help level up your product and help grow the business? Um, you sometimes have to do things like that. So I think... I mean, yeah, my initial reaction is this a bit this is a bit stunty. Um, I think it's actually kind of cool, and I think like mm-hmm. um, if I were in a a position where I was able to maybe like do some things, I think you could maybe like look at this and massage this out a bit more and maybe find like a, a happy ground in there, a happy medium where like mm-hmm. you could take some of these ideas, but maybe not use all of that. What are your thoughts? what are what what do you think about this? Listen, I just think that this is like what I would do with something like with a project or something that I don't want to do. And to keep everybody happy, it'd be like, you guys figure it out. So what I've neglected to inform you was that they tell them what the budget is for salary that year, mm. essentially. And then they say, like, figure out who's going to make what. Ooh, and okay. And well, that's at one company. So I'm like, that to me just sounds like another business case <laughs> where you're like, okay, this person's going to make this much, this da, da 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 Like there's a budget that you obviously have to be mindful of or everyone's going to ask for $1 million in salary, right? So I just think it's like, I know that there's this whole movement against like performance reviews and like scorecard it's just i i i don't know i think i'm a bit of a traditionalist here when like 
nobody will advocate for you if you don't advocate for yourself. And I don't know. I just think it's going to create like a weird tension. It would make me feel weird if everybody knew what I made and everybody I knew what everybody else made knowing what they were doing. Yeah. You know? I'll say this, and I think I, as we normally are, I think we're kind of aligned here. I wouldn't want to know, I wouldn't want other people to know what I'm making, and I'm fine without knowing uh, what they make. Mm-hmm. I do like the idea of getting feedback from other people in the company. Um, and of course, at the end of the day, like it's between you and whoever you report to or your <laughs> HR. Uh, <laughs> was, uh, was... <laughs> was that lipstick? <laughs> I'm dying. That was my eyeshadow brush. <laughs> Are you putting eyeshadow on now? I told you I created a smoky eye to make myself feel better. Okay. <laughs> I can't get over this. Okay. I think ultimately, yes, it is between the employee and like whoever is approving the 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 salary uh, increase or or the original salary. But I do think that it's important to gain feedback from other people that you work with and I think that should absolutely play into um you know your you know what you're getting uh, compensation wise because I think if it's only between you and the person you report to um you're not getting a clear picture like um you know the person you report to might not have you know the best idea of of of, of your performance what about the people that work mm-hmm. around you on a more regular basis like mm-hmm why not uh, do that? And I think it also hold, holds you accountable because um, it's like you're not just working for one person. You're working as part of a team. That's my two cents. It does. And I was actually thinking that maybe one of the benefits here would be for traditionally, well, yes, traditionally women make less than men, right? And then the more mm-hmm. like diversity that you build in there, like traditionally the less money you make. So I think that sometimes if you knew what other people are making, like in the article, they were saying how um, like colleagues will give you feedback to make sure that you're not selling yourself like, oh, and especially women, right? Women tend to do that where they don't, they don't ask for raises and things like that, or they're not as direct. Yeah. I don't know who those women are because whatever, but I'm just saying all the other podcasts I listen to tell me this and it's, it's, I, I wonder it's kind of nice because I would absolutely advocate for somebody if I knew that they were making 10 or $20,000 less than their, than their equivalent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think there is that component to it, but I think ultimately people are very selfish and they'll want the best for themselves first and foremost. Yeah. I don't know. Fair. Very interesting. I was like, set your own salary. Like, well, not going to ever want to hire me. <laughs> <laughs> you have to prove it, though. I, so, I will. Yeah. You already know this. I would prove I know it. You would. I know you would. Mm-hmm. I was going to say you're a hustler, but I don't want to like, yeah. I am a hustler. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I hustle. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. It's all very interesting, but I agree that at the end of the day, this is just yet another stunt that aren't we kind of also seeing this thing where, you know how the last like 10 years, all these tech startups and whatnot were like, we have foosball tables and like stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like their employees want to just get paid well and are like respected. Yeah. I think there's a, a, 
a balance. Like I think you want to have environments that are where you can, you know, take a, a break from from your work if you, if you need to and you want to. Um, but yeah, I don't think foosball tables or, or beer is, is a way to mm-hmm. attract mm-hmm. Uh, employees. Mm-hmm. That's, that's I think not, it that's not, attracts that's a certain type of employee who thinks that that's a perk. You know what I mean? I, I often wonder if that's like, well, it is a perk in a way. You're like, cool, this is like mm-hmm. a cool culture and whatever. But at the end of the day, like I want to be compensated for what I do. Of course. And I want to be valued for my work. But, and, and I, I want opportunities s- and feedback. Mm-hmm. Totally. Regularly. I I will say, though, too, and I think there's so many, I think tech companies often get like grouped together and there's so many stereotypes. Mm -hmm. And I think that, and again, like, um, from because I do work for a tech company, I think that there are a lot of places out there that do try to attract people with that. I know for a fact that's we're not looking for people that are coming to work for us because of of the foosball table or the the drinks or the the food or things like that Mm -hmm. um anyone coming into to the company for that those reasons simply wouldn't last long and in it they would Mm -hmm. not get through the the interview process however i know there are other startups out there um that would of course just just get people in and they use that as a a tool to to do that so Mm -hmm. yeah this just seems stunty like i feel like Again, I fell for the clickbait. I clicked it. My boss lets me set my own salary. Okay. I feel like, you know, I'd probably be honest, but at the end of the day, I I would add 30 Gs. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. But I mean, a lot of people would be like, I want to work somewhere like that. But then really, I'm like, am I just replacing the HR function? Because like, why do I have to do this extra work? I don't know. It's just... I don't know. Maybe I'm just traditionalist in that way. Hmm. Interesting. A stunt. I, a stunt and a half. Mm-hmm. What does everyone mm-hmm. else think? <laughs> I know. I'm dying to know. I'm dying to know because, and it's interesting, in like a unionized environment, everybody knows what everybody makes because you know what level you're at, how many years of service you have. Like, everybody has the same increases unless they move to, like, a different level. Like, it's all just very standardized mm-hmm. and it's very open book. Like, everybody knows what you make. But at the same time, I don't necessarily know. You know what? I've said too much. It's just very interesting, this whole idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm dying to hear what everybody thinks. Please tweet at us at now serving PC. Guess what PC stands for, Chris? <laughs> PC podcast. stands for podcast. <laughs> okay, we've been called out for this because you normally say, you know, tweet at us at Chris Krigman at Trey Posh or at Nail Serving PC. PC standing for podcast. I think, okay, we've got to change the Twitter handle. If someone has a recommendation on what we should change our Twitter ID to, please let us know. Nail Serving at Nail Serving is taken, unfortunately. Well, tell them to give it up. Obviously, we would have a better account than they would. Yeah, we'll see. This smoky eye is making me a little bit sassy. <laughs> I have to up. say it looks good, though. It's a, it's a shade. You were so <laughs> it's a shade I've never used before, which is why I wanted to test it right now, because I'm about to wash it all off. Okay. That was going to be my next question. It was like, we're recording this in the evening. Uh, <laughs> like, it's a weekday. As we're recording this, yeah. <laughs> like, what's going on? You know what? Yeah. Practiced, 
practice makes perfect. And quite frankly, have you seen Instagram lately? Because the competition is fierce. I've been working at this for a long time. And as we have seen, you might be called to a red carpet at any moment in time. Will you be ready, Chris? I will be. I know you'll be. I I don't know Mm -hmm. if I'd be ready. I don't Mm -hmm. think I, I would obviously not be as prepared as you are. I'm like, yeah. I'm ready. I've been waiting my whole life for this. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just kidding. Listen, that's a lot of tea. That's too much tea for this segment. Let's go to the commercials so we can talk about the next item. The next tea teacup, please. <laughs> Have an idea for a topic, thoughts on a celebrity for our weekly quiz, or just have some feedback for us? We want to hear from you. You can interact with us on Twitter at NowServingPC, PC standing for podcast, myself at Chris Craigman, or Jess at Trey Posh. We love hearing from you and we thank you for listening. And now, back to the podcast. All right, welcome back. Jess, you've been to bachelorette parties before right wasn't there one summer where you were in like a million weddings why yes okay so you you... may have seen me in my feature film 27 dresses (laughs) just kidding that was Catherine Heigl but it might as well have been me might as well have been all right so you've been in bachelorette parties have what are some of like the craziest places you've gone for these bachelorette parties the stuntiest (laughs) things you've done um the stuntiest one party, we had a um, pole dancer come into the hotel room and bring her pole and give us pole dancing lessons. In a hotel? Mm-hmm. They can bring the pole and it like, yeah, anyways. And I was like, I, you need a tremendous upper body strength to do that. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit in the corner, eat my cheese and crackers and like you guys have at it. Uh <laughs> Okay, that's pretty I'm not stunty. doing this. Yeah, yeah, it's stunty. But then we spent the whole next day at the spa. Uh, okay. that's, I feel like too... that's fairly tame. Yeah, it was. It was. And um, yeah, no, that's all I can think of. That's all you can think of. Okay. So you've been, you're, you're a huge, you're an ally. You're an ally of the LGBTQ2 mm. plus community. Um, you've been very vocal and in, in terms of your support on this podcast and other forms mm-hmm. of social media um <laughs> my you, all caps tweets yes your all yes. caps tweets you've been to several gay bars have you been there when there's been bachelorette parties listen <laughs> i have a big problem with this okay and my cousin our mm-hmm. regular listener can attest to this because mm-hmm. for my birthday we went to a drag bar after Oh. Mainly because oh. my friend, yeah, my friend works there. Okay. My okay. really good friend, Tyler. And yeah. like, here's the thing. I go all the time. Yes, like I, yes, I go on yes. like a Monday or Tuesday night, like just mm-hmm. to like say hi to the queens. As one would. Um, Yes. I'm obsessed with them. I'm like, I like your smoky eye. And well, that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, but I was... I don't want to say appalled, but like appalled at the behavior of some of these brides. And there was this one bride that was like stepping on my foot being like, this is the best night of my life. And I was like, it is goddamn Saturday. What do you mean? This is the best night of your life. Like we're at the drag bar. Like I get it, but this isn't like 
you can come here any day of the week. This isn't like a JLo saying, okay, get over yourself. And I was just really kind of turned off at how these girls were like acting. Yeah. But anyways, yes, I've seen them there. Their behavior is more or less fucking repulsive, but... Well, get Continue. this. So the there's a Toronto drag bar. Um, if uh, if you're in Canada, you've probably heard of it, Cruise and Tangos. That's the um, bar that we went to. That's the one that we went to. That's where Tyler works. So amazing. So it's mm-hmm. like it, it's been there for a year. Like it's an I, institution. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. such a great place. I haven't been there in years, and you've been there probably way more times than I have. One because you live in Toronto, but yeah, mm-hmm. like it, it's it's a great place. Um, that's where all the queens are in Toronto, right? Now, like, I know they, like, there's other bars and stuff that they sometimes perform, but that's the main hub, I think, now. Is well, that fair it's to say? because they you... have drag queens every night of the week. Like, whether right. it's Monday and there's 10 people in the bar, Saturday night and there's a thousand people in the bar. Like, there's a queen on the stage working. All the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, get this. So, Cruise and Tangos is no, like, you can make reservations for some of their, like, tables or, like, a different area if it's, like, a, a birthday party or a big event. However, if you're going there to make a reservation for a bachelorette party, they're saying no. Not welcome anymore. Good. No Good more for reservations them. for that. Good for them. Yeah. So, here's my thing. When I first, like, years ago... Uh, at, there was lavish in London, Ontario, oh. which is which was so much fun at the time. There were so yeah. many bachelorette parties, and that was at the time. I was like, "Oh, this is fun! Like, it's cool to see like people outside the community coming in and enjoying the space." And like, it it kind of almost made me feel like, "Oh, like gay culture is becoming more mainstream." And to me, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. However. However, I think this has changed quite a bit, or maybe I just wasn't as aware of the time, but it's almost just like, it's almost like a circus in a way, like, Mm -hmm. you know, people coming in and just like viewing this as some sort of stunt or gimmick. And I do think like drag shows are, they're funny, they're entertaining. It's not, I mean, Mm -hmm. it is, uh, it is a performance that, Mm -hmm. you know, most of the queens put a lot of effort into. But it is meant to be kind of campy and and, and and fun. But it's not something that is just like there for, you know, you know, piles of appropriation. Women to... Exactly. Yeah, thank yes. you. Um Yes. And so yes. there's there's all these tweets and stuff about this because it's becoming a more popular thing. I think mm-hmm. especially with shows like RuPaul's Drag Race, um, which <gasps> is very mainstream now. Yes. And I know you love this. Yeah. Um, but so it's becoming more mainstream and, and people want to go. They want to experience this. And it's becoming just like a thing for bachelorette parties. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they're raunchy. Yeah. And yeah, they call people out and all of that. And like, I get it. I get it. But. But, like, mm, but be respectful, though. Like, I think yeah. here's the thing, too. Like, there's it, it, it's different if you're going and you're like kind of like you know, having fun, go there, have fun, but don't try to take over the show. Like, don't barge the stage. Don't make the whole, like, night about, you know, you yeah. and your party. Yeah. And, you know, like, the, the, there's this one video I saw where it's, like, this bachelorette party that, like, goes over and, like, takes over the drag show and is, like, the person's obviously drunk, but it's, like, being, like, give a shout-out to my friend. It's her, like bachelorette party and like screaming and like just like destroying the freaking show Mm -hmm. um yeah 
I don't know. I have a real issue with like a lot of straight women who are like, oh my God, I love gay guys. I'm like, what? What? Who says that? Like, you must hear this, right? Like, whenever, like, and it's just so ignorant. I'm like, you love them all because, like, there's some pretty cunty. Oh, excuse me. (laughs) It's our podcast. (laughs) Listen, there's pretty cunty gays out there, not going to lie. But, like, it's not, it's just, it's a thing. It's like, Mm -hmm. I like certain people. Like, I like you. There are plenty of other gay people that I don't like. I don't just exclusively like them because they're gay and, like, quote, unquote, fabulous. And, like, they're going to love me and, like, this and that. I'm like, au contraire, okay? (laughs) To get the respect of the gay community, one must work very hard. And let me tell you, it has been 15 years. I'm still (laughs) working at this, okay? So, but... It's, I'm like, and these are people, and this is like a safe place where people can go. And it's not a place for like drunk chicks to go to like be raunchy and slutty with their friends and whatever. It's like, this is a, there are gay bars because people are horrible and awful, and you can't, it just, it's a thing, right? Like, you can't, you, gay people, it's, you, I mean, you can go to a straight bar, but you want to go somewhere where you can be comfortable and whatever else. And like drag is its whole cu- culture. And it's, I, it's, yeah, yeah, I totally agree with this. Good. And it's just like, this isn't for your entertainment. And quite frankly, if you're going to a goddamn drag bar, the least you can do is tip these people, tip the queens, tip your bartenders well. And then on top of that, like don't go to a drag bar and then fucking vote conservative or something after that. Like you got to It's like all or nothing. Yeah, it's like, yeah. for me, it's like all or nothing. Like you either are entrenched and like support the community or like an ally or like stay the fuck out. And it's not a circus thing. Like they treat the, the Queens like they're animals. It's I awful. agree. And I think that's it for me. Like, I think, I think it's cool to go to a drag show for entertainment. I don't go that that often. It's been a long time since they've been actually. But mm-hmm. when I go and like of course it's entertaining. Of course it's like it's unique to watch. Of course it's like I said like campy. Mm-hmm. And if I am with with you know straight uh women that that want to to see this show like that's that's fun. That's cool. And it is an experience, but like I've never been with someone that's like just like screaming or like trying to take over the show or like just mm-hmm. just be respectful exactly of like the performers and i think it's kind of funny to say that because it's like drag shows are wild they they do call people out that are there you know watching it but like yeah just be respectful um mm-hmm. exactly like you said like if you're there like show support don't be there just for you know the the one kind of stunty night um be it be there if you're an ally allies are welcome um but if you're not then then maybe don't come find something else Go bowling or something. Yeah. <laughs> or like, I don't know, go to the male strip club or something. Like, isn't that why? Like, I I don't know. It, yeah. Like, yeah, I went there for my birthday because it's my fucking favorite place to go because I love drag. Like, I truly respect the art form, you mm-hmm. know? I just think it's so incredible. And like, all these people are just like... <sighs> amazing and i'm just jealous of their makeup skills but as we've discussed practice makes perfect totally (laughs) blending right now (laughs) but listen listen i'm really glad that that cruise and tangos has taken this stance because it needs to be like a place where 
you can well, it's a community yeah hub. But and that's the thing. It is it is open to to everyone, um, mm-hmm. literally in every sense of the word, and and it is a spot for for everyone to go. But it's a place to be respectful of everyone that's there. And you have to think about mm-hmm. you know how gay bars started. Mm-hmm. Like this was, these were spots where uh, people who identified as as gay or queer rather um, would go to meet up because that's the only spot that they had. Like a safe place, yeah. Exactly. And this is stuff that I've, like, just, like, I guess, like, developed maybe more passion for over the years. Because I remember being younger and being like, oh, like, whatever, like, gay bars are just, like, fun. It's, they're cool little spots. Um, And I I felt like it was like, oh, they should be more mainstream. They should be this. But I think you do have to kind of respect the initial meaning of them. Um, Mm -hmm. And, yeah, this is all the gay community had back then. And I think things are changing. A lot of you know gay people are comfortable going to to any bars now which is good that's how it should be that's where everyone should feel comfortable to go anywhere they want yes um but i think just being like respectful of the environment and what it is Mm -hmm. but um that's not just i i I do want to stress that i think like straight women anyone should feel welcome and should be able to go there but just like be aware of the environment make sure you're comfortable going there and knowing who else is there and kind yeah. of what the bar repre- represents. Be- go there if you identify as an ally. I think that's the best way yeah. to, to put it. And you don't make it about you because yeah. it's not about you. Everywhere else in the goddamn world is about you, straight people. But gay bars, thats it's about gay people. Like, <laughs> leave them alone. Okay, God. <laughs> and, but I think that there is this sort of overall like – thing about like I often see people now that pride is really getting bigger and bigger every year it's becoming more and more accepted and like more and more taboo if you're not supporting pride in your local Mm -hmm. city and this and that and I see people on Instagram and social media posting like "Woo, I love pride and like thinking of of it as an excuse to like have loose morals and like kissing other people and like all this. And I'm like, this is not what, what the fuck are you talking about? Like these people literally want to have health benefits for their spouse and their children. Like that's what these people want. Like, yeah, yeah. This is about like something much more than like, I, I don't know. And I kind of get the feeling that a lot of people think that's the case with like drag bars and this and that. And like, sure, the shows are raunchy and like that's that's part of it. But at the same time, it's like not up for you to decide. I, I'm talking to you, straight people. Like it's not up for you to decide like <laughs> yeah. who, like how you act there and just like be respectful. And it's not like, again, unless you're like in it, and actually committing to being an ally and like a proper ally and like not appropriating gay culture quote unquote like then step the fuck aside like like i said i put in 15 years already i probably got another 50 to go and i'm not trying to like make myself sound better than anybody else or anything but like i do know you frequent uh, that bar that we're discussing in particular so yes and have like gotten into serious confrontations and like lost friendships over being like this is unacceptable and like no making gay jokes is not acceptable to me and like Mm -hmm. it's not 
it's so much more than that. Like it's not just about like the fl- like the flag waving and and the scantily clad like floats and the parades and everything else. It's like people get fucking beaten in the street. People are denied access to like healthcare and and like there's like a, a host of issues that the gay community deals with that I think that a lot of us are ignorant to. Mm-hmm. And like this is sacred. Leave drag alone. Yeah. Not a circus. <laughs> well well said. And I think that yeah, that that is just it. Just like just be respectful of it. But I think I, I think it's cool that people do feel welcome to go there. And I think that's so important. In in especially with Pride too, that it is a festival where everyone feels included. But yeah, just know the history of it. Know, you know, what the, what it's all about, um, before maybe fully participating. I think that's mm-hmm. so important. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. That's my mm-hmm. two cents. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jess, mm-hmm. yes. y- you know what time it is. Oh, we shit. have to wrap this up. And I'm kind oh, of worried because you kind of gave this like s- mysterious <laughs> like, oh, I know exactly who this is kind of vibe. Did I? You did. Because I was bluffing. <sighs> what are the hints again? I totally Okay, so here <laughs> we totally go. I totally forget. Uh... So the three hints are, this person was in What's Love Got to Do With It, which was mm-hmm. a Tina Turner biopic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're married to someone named Courtney, mm-hmm. and they're a very vocal supporter of uh, Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, a vocal supporter... What's love got to do with it? Okay, so that was Tina Turner. I know, was it Angela Bissett was in that? Um, Is that okay. a guess? Or are First you, like, question. Count? First question is, is it Angela Bissett? I'm just kidding. <laughs> First question is, um, is it a man or a woman? Uh, it is a woman. Okay. You said that she is, um, okay, so she's married to a person named Courtney. Is that person also a woman? Courtney is not a woman. Oh, it's a man's name. Hmm. Hmm. And what was the other thing? What was the other hint? Uh, they are a vocal supporter of Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. Okay. Um, God, I don't know. Okay, is it Angela Bassett? <sighs> and I'm a tell her girlfriend yes, you were so old. Ah! <laughs> Fuck. I really She's thought the I star had of you. The movie. <laughs> I know. But I thought I would trick you with this. Oh my gosh. Do you know who else? You know who was the mom in that? It was Jennifer Lewis. And I was going to guess oh. that because I fucking love Jennifer Lewis. And that's why I guessed, like, is this a woman? Like, no is it married to a woman? Um, and I saw because today I follow her on Instagram. I fucking love her. Speaking of drag culture, because she let Shangela live with her for a long time. The drag what? queen Shangela. Oh, yeah. They have this whole history. I and no as idea. you know, oh, my God, I'm a huge Jennifer Lewis fan. And she, like, has this beautiful voice. And she got this, like, 
gospel choir to sing like register to vote like on <laughs> instagram today and i just was looking at it before we were chatting so it was kind of like in my head Jeez. Mm-hmm. well congratulations mm-hmm. she's very very left like obviously yeah but thank you congratulations i legit did not think you would i thought that would be another tricky one wow mm. can't uh can't fool you i thought it was gonna have two weeks in a row Someone's got to help me out with this here. If you have a really good, uh, you know, quiz that I could stump Jess with, tweet at me at Chris Craigman. Ask John. Ask who? Never mind. Okay. All right. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Never mind. Just never mind. It's fine. Okay. Don't ask Jordan. I'm upset with him. Okay. Um, he threw me off once, and that's enough. Well, he's uh... now he knows that he can do it. He doesn't need to prove anything else. See if anybody else can do it, Chris. I will. Mm-hmm. It's gonna have to be me. Mm-hmm. But this but was... that was truly a shot in the dark. Like she's the star of the movie. I know. You I could have be... at least picked Jennifer Lewis. Yeah. Now that you know, I'm a huge Jennifer Lewis fan. She's always on RuPaul's Drag Race, Drag Race as a celebrity judge because she she houses drag queens. Shangela was her roommate for years. So she's remember when she had. She is welcome to Tango's. Remember when she had the bachelorette party viral video of her saying i don't want nobody fucking with me in these streets yeah i don't want nobody after i saw that i was like i love this bitch she's incredible (laughs) (laughs) and that's the mood i have every day i love it Mm -hmm. cool well Mm -hmm. congratulations i'm happy for you as am i I still i've still stumped you three times Mm -hmm. i won't forget last week i really won't that's fine i've already forgotten about it (laughs) but next week you know you're on let's see mm-hmm. um but this has been fun as it always is thank you everyone so much for tuning in and mm-hmm. listening to us serve our tea and yeah the glasses are empty so join us next week so we can <laughs> fill up those uh tea cups i'm reaching here i'm really you are okay. i again once again our cup hath, cup has runneth over i like things that end with eth okay. like shooketh and runneth runneth over the, the cup fancy. has runneth over runneth you've never heard this saying chris but it sounds like the cup has like run us over not us runneth i know r-u-n-n-e-t-h all right fine. uh listen <laughs> I'm not even gonna say it. It's Picturing mean. a teacup running us over. <laughs> Our cup yeah. runneth over. I think it's like biblical or something like that. <laughs> All right. But it's like in the same vein as like counts are vampires. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Okay. <laughs> This is just a mess. Hey, until next time, everyone, thank you so much for listening. If you have a sign-off for us, please tweet at Chris Pregnant at Trey Posh or at Now Serving PC. It's been a blast. We'll see you next week. Bye. We want to hear from you. 
Visit us at nowservingpodcast.com. New podcasts are released weekly. Don't forget to subscribe.